Hemshech to the earlier installments Benigia to the Rebbe's father. We're continuing now with installment number six, discussing various details, how the Rebbe elaborated on the Aveda of his father and his Mesiris Nefesh. In Tovshin Zayin 1947, Shabbos Mevarchim the Rebbe spoke about the Mesiris Nefesh of his father. And Bekasher Lazar, the Rebbe stated, the difference between the Mesiris Nefesh of Rabbi Kiva and the Mesiris Nefesh of Avram Avinu, the Gemara tells us that Rabbi Kiva l- searched for Mesiris Nefesh. As he said, Mosa When will there be an opportunity that something will come my way of Mesiris Nefesh and I will be able to fulfill it? by Avram Avinu, his whole mitzios was to fulfill the Ratzon of Hashem. That was his entity. And Memele, if there was a need for Mesiris Nefesh, he fulfilled it. But he did not go out of his way to look for Mesiris Nefesh. Another difference between the Mesiris Nefesh of Rabbi Kiva and Mesiris Nefesh of Rabbi Yisef Kari the author of the Shulchan Aruch, Shulchan Aruch HaMechaber, that Rabbi Kiva had Mesiris Nefesh Bepeil. The Beis Yosef was not Zecha to the Mesiris Nefesh Bepeil. And as the Rebbe continues, although he needed to write the Shulchan Aruch, but it could have been someone else that would write the Shulchan Aruch. Mele, this is the chilek between Mesiris Nefesh Bekeach and Mesiris Nefesh Bepeo. In a sicha of the Rebbe Chof Menachem of Tov Shin Lam Zayin, 1977, the Rebbe says, as mentioned already earlier, that Alpiteva, the Stalkus, the passing of his father was Shalebiz Mano, that came through the pain of the uh, arrest and the exiles that followed. And the arrest and the exiles were related and came as a result of his Aveda in working in Inyonim of Kedusha Teiru Mitzvahs. The, his Aveda in this physical world consisted of Hafotzas Ayadus, spreading Yiddishkeit. And as a result of that came the arrest and the exiles because there was no opposition to him as he conducted himself in his private life and also there was no opposition on what he spoke in his house or what he spoke in shul in the opposition that was against him that led to the arrest and the exiles that resulted after that was that he was involved in Afotzes Hayadus, spreading Yiddishkeit, that it should also reach a second and a third person and wherever he can reach out to. To the extent that it should reach 
to all the corners of the country. And as known, his efforts when he traveled to Moscow and made sure that the matzahs should be kosher le Pesach, and when they wanted to convince the world not to pressure the country, because everything is according to Yiddishkeit, and therefore they wanted to have also signatures of Rabbonim, that everything is in a very positive way. So the Rebbe's father sacrificed himself, it was Mason Nefesh himself, not to sign and not to approve something which was not true. And this angered them even more yet, and eventually he was arrested for that, and then he was exiled to various cities. And the Rebbe derives from this the Seirus, the inspiration that we need to learn from this Mesiris Nefesh, when Yidin ga- gather together, especially that it takes place in a Mokim Kodesh, in a sacred place, in a place where we learn and daven, it's a definite fact that this should result in an increase in the exertion in the Aveda till Naveda of Yigia, really toiling Benigia to Inyonim of Teda and Mitzvahs. In the Sikha of Chof Melachem of Tov Shin Lamed 1976, the Rebbe says as follows, that this is what we actually see, Yidin, who were uvgelept, inspired, because amongst them was one in exile together with them, and now his tzien is found in that city, and we see all the inyanim of inspiration, Yerushamayim, and holding on to Yiddishkeit, studying Taylor, fulfilling mitzvahs, which resulted from his activities. And if he would not have been there, we would not have any idea what the place would have looked like how it would have looked without his presence. Behemshech to the early installments been a gear to the Rebbe's father, continuing now with installment number seven, discussing the Shefer of the Rebbe's father and how it reached the Rebbe. Rabbi Yankev Yesef Raskin, who was Zecha to be near the Rebbe's father and mother in the years before the Stalkos, in the last time period of his life, Baal relays the following. There was a Chassid, Rabbi Yehudi Gerari, from the city of Yekaterinoslav, and he received from his father a Shefer of the Rebbe Marash, and he kept it by him, Meshach of the years. When the Rebbe Tzachana was planning to travel to her husband, who was already in exile in Chile, she requested of him if he can give her the Shefer in order that he, she should be able to deliver it to her husband. Rabbi Gerari fulfilled her request 
and she delivered the shefer to her husband. Rabbi Yankiv, Yosef Raskin continues, when I was planning to leave Russia, this was two weeks before Rosh Hashanah, this was already after the Istalkos of the Rebbe's father, I asked of the Rebbetson if she can give me the shefer that she has. In addition to this shefer, she also had a white shefer from the Tzemach Tzedek. She gave me the shefer that I asked for, uh, as it is also known with the name, the Schwarzer Schaefer, a Schaefer Hashocher, the Black Schaefer. In Elul Tavshin Yud, 1950, Rabbi El Chaskin arrived in Yisrael from Brooklyn, a certain shlichus, a certain mission, and he related Rabbi Yankiv Yosef Raskin that the Rebbe asked to relate to him the following, that since Rabbi Yankov Yosef uh, recalls, I received a shefer from the Rebbe Tzinchana, and Alpi Halocha, the Rebbe is the Yerish, is the one that in, uh, uh, inherits it. So therefore he is requesting from me that I should return it to him. Kimuvan, understandably, I did not object, but I asked if I can receive in exchange a certain gift from a certain chayfetz, a certain item of the previous Rebbe. After Tishrei Tavshin Yud Aleph, this is late 1950, I received a letter from my son, Rabdavid, and he writes to me that since the Rebbe was davening for the Yomit every day because of the year of after the Stalkos of the, the uh, Friedrich Rebbe, and after the Tfilo, he would, in a very pastoristic way, would approach people, would speak with them personally. So he approached my son, Rab David, and he said that since your father is asking for a matana for the Shefer, and by him it is also an Indian of Iskafia, not easy to part with the Shefer. So the Rebbe suggested he will give him a gift, a handkerchief of the previous Rebbe. When I received this message from my son, I was puzzled of what value is it a handkerchief. I figured I'll get something which is a spoon or a cos. And I relate to my son that he should give over to the Rebbe, I want a more Choshev Matana. After a short time, the Rebbe again approached Rabdovid and said, why is your father turning down this offer that I want to send to him? And, in, and during this time, the Rebbe says, the handkerchief is becoming shorter. The Tichelevet Klener, which means everybody was schlepping threads, something from this handkerchief. And my son writes to me with a Yisrakshus, with a special excitement. Why am I turning this down? The Rebbe is already very popular in Brooklyn. Between the Talmidim and Mekushodim, everybody is aware of the Rebbe's greatness and the Rebbe's Kedusha. Although in Etzisrol and in Chutzlar, it's Bechlal, 
is not no is not known and they don't realize his greatness. Uh, but here, everybody knows the Rebbe's greatness. And since the Rebbe is suggesting to you such a gift, surely he knows the value of this gift. And it's a blessing for itself. How are you turning down this offer? After I received this letter, and I agreed that I will accept it, so after davening, the Rebbe called in my son to his room. The Rebbe got up and he opened up a certain closet with a key. And there were drawers there. And one of the drawers was the tichala, the handkerchief. He took out the handkerchief and he gave it over to my son to send it to me. Mir Shem, the Hemshech will discuss the uh, following events. The Hemshech to the earlier installments Benegia to the Rebbe's father. We're continuing now with installment number eight. Discussing and continuing in reference to the earlier installment where we discussed the Rebbe's father Shefer as it was passed on to the Rebbe. In exchange the Rebbe gave Rabbi Yankev Yesef Raskin a handkerchief of the previous Rebbe. Rabbi Yankev Yesef relayed that Rabbi David Raskin, his son, writes that taking consideration where this was placed by the Rebbe, where this was uh, kept, this handkerchief, Nira, that this was very Choshev. The tichol, the handkerchief, is from white linen, batist, a very thin material. And one of the corners, there are two letters, diagonal, which says JS, which is the Friedrich Rebbe's name. In addition to that, in, in another two places, there are some... Uh, the uh, tikkunim some designs Rabbi Yankev Yasef continues that when I received the handkerchief it was white like snow pressed very nicely and in one corner there was already a little piece missing and it seems like this was cut off to give to someone as a zgula. And this is what the Rebbe told my son, the handkerchief is becoming smaller. It seemed like it was uh, given to someone for a refua or similar. In Tavshin Chavay, 1965, I was here to visit the Rebbe for Chagashvuas. Standing in the room of the Yechidus in front of the Rebbe, I had many questions. During that Yechidus, I gained strength and I turned to the Rebbe and I said, it's already 15 years since I received this matfachat, this tichol, this handkerchief from the Rebbe. And it is laying by me. And I have no idea what to use it for. 
So the Rebbe responded, You will understand on your own. So I told the Rebbe, I don't understand, and I'm requesting that the Rebbe should tell me. So the Rebbe then asked me, Are you about Tekeya? Do you blow Shefer? I said, Yes. So the Rebbe said, You should cover the Shefers with this Matpachat. And if this mapachet is not large enough, you should take another mappe, another covering, and cover the shafras. Since then, 15 years have passed, and I customarily cover the shafras with this mapachet as the Rebbe advised me. And Bahamas, it's not big enough to cover. It completely. I also have a mappa, a, a other covering from the Rebbe that they would use to cover the Rebbe's old stender. And this is what I use also to cover the Shefres Rishishona. The Hemshech to the really installments Benegir to the Rebbe's father. We're continuing now with installment number nine, discussing the picture of the Rebbe's father as it began to be circulated in Tavshin Lamed, 1970 and on. It all began one day in Tavshin Yudbeis, 1952. The Rebbe's mother, the Rebbe Tzanchana, called Rabbi David Raskin that he should come to her house, and she asked him that he should do her a favor. She has a picture which is unclear of her husband, and she wants that someone should fix it and clean the picture. Rab David answered that the Bacher Atomim Rab Groner is very much involved in pictures, and surely he can help her. The next day, Rab David Raskin and Rab Groner arrived at the Rebetzin's house, and she showed them the picture. The picture only included a half of his face, of the Rebbe's father. It was torn in the middle, and it was full of tears and cracks. The Rebetzin asked Rameisha if he's misugal, if he's able to fix this picture. And he answered that he is familiar with the studio in Manhattan, which they can edit the picture and complete it. The Rebetzin thanked him for it, and she added that this is the only picture that's left by her from her husband, and the Mela Amesha should be careful and preserve this picture and watch over it and be mishtadl that the results should be in the most successful way possible. About two weeks later, Rab Meisha returns to the Rebetzin with the picture edited and complete. The Rebetzin asked if more tikkunim, additional tikkunim could be made, corrections, editing, and Rab Meisha took care of it that they were done. Again, he showed 
the Rebetzin the picture, when the Rebetzin looked at the picture, she asked for additional tikkunim. The third time, when the Rebetzin received the picture, she was pleased and said, this is what he looked like two weeks before his istalkus. She asked for Rabmesha, he should make four copies, one for herself, one for the Rebbe, one for Rab Meisha, and one for Rab David. The next occasion that the Rebbe visited his mother, Rab Meisha and Rab David were hiding in one of the corners of the house, and when the Rebbe gave the picture to the Rebbe, the Rebbe asked, Veridas, who is this? The Rebbe answered, Sidang Tata, it's your father. When the Rebbe saw the image of his father, how it changed since he saw him, this is after he endured the various exiles, the Rebbe started to tremble. He placed the picture, as he turned it over, on a a clothing dresser. Years later, when they were publishing in Tavshin Lamed 1970, the first volume of the Sefer Lekuti Levi Yitzchak, which was on Tanya, the Rebbe asked that his father's picture should appear in the beginning of the Sefer. Masker Rabbi Groner asked the Rebbe, where could we get a copy of the picture? The Rebbe said that he has one in his house, but he does not have time now to look for it. And the Rebbe continued, I believe that your brother, Rab Meisha, Meisha Groner, has a copy of the picture. You can receive it from him. Rab Meisha brought to the Rebbe a copy of what he had. The picture remained overnight on the Rebbe's table. And in the morning, the Rebbe gave this picture in order that it should be published in the Sefer Lukotelevi Yitzchok Antanya. It's interesting because over the years we see that there is a picture of the Rebbe's father, like this picture, and on the bottom is written a Amur question mark. It's the Rebbe's Xavia Kedesh. Amur is the abbreviation of Adeni Meili Verabi, referring to his father, and the Rebbe writes a question mark, which coincides what is mentioned earlier, that the Rebbe asked, who is this picture of? This story, Benigir to the Rebbe's father's picture, as well as the earlier installment, Benigir to the Rebbe's father, Shefar, were included in the recently published Kevetz Ve'avdi David, which includes the Sipurim and Zechreines of Rav David Raskin Olav HaSholim. Behemshech to the earlier installments relating to the Rebbe's father, we're continuing now with the 10th installment, discussing various stories which the Rebbe shared with Chassidim during his Fabrengens, recalling personal experiences that he had with his father or while working for his father. In one, 
the Rebbe, when referring with much agony and pain to the law of return, Miu Yehudi, that it needs to be corrected according to halacha, the Rebbe elaborates on negative experiences in communal work in Russia. In the Sicha Shabbos Parshas Miketz, Tovshin Lamed Beis, late 1971, the Rebbe said the following. While the Rebbe is referring to Mio Yehudi, the Rebbe says, Here they want to harass me, arguing with me in a very harsh way. In reality, I don't feel touched or affected by this. Because I was raised in a communist country, which was in the time that my father was the chief rov of Yekaternislav. Since I was the Pchor, the oldest, Bemela, when it came to a topic where there was need to argue with the opposers of Yiddishkeit, I had the task to do this. There, Otmanzach gesiedelt, they argued very harshly and asked many challenging questions. And I didn't get affected by it. Likewise here, in the case of Mir Yehudi, how much how much they will argue with me does not measure up to what I experienced then. The second story relates to the time of World War I. The Rebbe discusses the connection between Lubavitch and Ger. This took place after the Istalkos of the Ger Rebbe, the Beis Yisrael, and the Rebbe dedicated a sicha regarding this relationship. In conclusion, the Rebbe mentioned two personal experiences. The second story includes his father. In the Sicha Shabbos Parsha Titzave, Tovshin Lamed Zayin, 1977, the Rebbe relayed as follows. The story took place before I became acquainted with my father-in-law, with the Rebbe. There were decrees issued from the Tsar in Russia and his uncle Nikolai Nikolaevich. This is when Germany was waging war with Russia. They made a libel, a bilbul, that the Jews support Germany. And they drove the Jews out from Warsaw. The Jews came to Yekaterinoslav, where our family lived, and one of them lived in the same house building where our family lived. The Rebbe says expression, you'll be given a jingle. I was a young boy then and was busy with my studies in Cheder or with playing between this Dorim, as it was customary by children, so I didn't pay attention to what was happening around us. But when Shabbos came, I saw that my father is honoring this Yid, who lived in the same house, and he placed him at the head of the table, although there were many old Chassidim present then, and he conversed with him in topics of Teda and additional matters. The person spoke with a strange Yiddish that I did not understand. As the Rebbe elaborates the comets and the Pasach, how it interchanges in Pelish Yiddish. And honestly, I had no interest in the conversation. 
But seeing that my father honored him very much, I wanted to know who is this person. Since I feared to ask my father, so I inquired from my mother as to who is this person that was given such an honor. My mother responded, I should know that this is the brother-in-law of the Gere Rebbe, Rabbi Nachem Mendel Kaminer. He arrived from Poland and settled here, and he came to us for Shabbos. This is what the Rebetzin Hana told the Rebbe. And the Rebbe continues, This story remained in my memory amongst many other things. The Rebbe concluded with a bracha to the new Gere Rebbe who just assumed Nesios leadership.